Yo, yo. <clears throat> Welcome back to another episode of the Nerve Related Podcast. It's me, Mario, with my boy, Bowser. <clears throat> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Mario's killing it, so I figure we represent for our boy, <clears throat> the second grossing uh, animated, animated movie of all time so far. <clears throat> I don't know if it's gonna catch Frozen Two. That's that's a hard. Yeah, it needs like three hundred million. It's gonna yeah. be a lot. That's tough, man. I I didn't. I never thought Frozen so that much. I thought Mario would catch it, but I mean he still could. But there's too much hot stuff. And coming it's out, out right now. now. And it's yeah. coming out. And it's already out on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. It's, the run is over, guys. The run is over. Yeah. When Frozen Two was out, I don't remember what else was out at the time. You know what I'm saying? And I thought movies. Well, I never thought movies would be. Dead or whatever, but like I think they're coming back very hard, man. You know, what I'm saying we, we got Mario, John Wick four. Uh, we just seen Transformers. You know, what I'm saying like it, movies are doing pretty good right now. So it, you know, it's a hard. It was a hard, hard road, but I mean, they did their thing. First movie, you know. Now they're talking about doing Zelda. I mean, so big ups to Mario <clears throat> and Peaches. This peaches, <laughs> peaches, 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 peaches. This is we rocking today. <laughs> We're together in my crib. So yeah, we are on location today. So uh, we, the camera looks like it wants to shake, which is not cool, but... Yeah, sorry, that's my fat belly here. We are on location. Yes, sir, because we went to go see Transformers at 10 o'clock this morning. And that's where we're going to start. Yep, so if you haven't seen Transformers... We're going to spoil it because we, we, don't, we don't do non-spoilers. That's just not what we do. It's about to get spoiled. I'm about to loosen this because it's like a, it's choking me. So we're going to keep it on my head, but it's going to be loose. Now, I'm not, we're not going to tell you every single thing about the movie, but we're probably going to touch a, bl- a lot of bases and, and say a lot of things. So if you, just, if you don't want to hear about that, um, I don't know. might want to stop and fast forward about yeah, 15. Fast, fast forward to the, to the silo part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, before we get into Transformers, remember uh, we got a interesting email which I thought was spam. Oh, yeah. Um, so I wanted to give uh, if this is true. So I got an email just to give you some background around it. Email was like, "Hey, congrats being on the top 100 for Apple Podcasts," and I'm like, "There ain't no way this is real." So I so I started looking. I checked through my email. I looked up top 100 podcasts, and then I started googling how to search that and for sure was not in the u.s but apparently we're in the top 50 podcasts of like bulgaria so if you guys are listening uh overseas anywhere thank you for uh supporting the channel <laughs> supporting Appreciate the podcast you. the funny thing about that is um i'm talking maybe a day before two days tops <clears throat> brian was just he texted me he was like He's like, man, like we're getting no listens on, on Spotify. <laughs> then he hits me and calls me. He never really calls me. And he's like, man, I, I gotta call you. I had to call you about this. We're the top fifty podcast <laughs> in Bulgaria. I was like, dude. I was like, we can't. And then you can't look at comments or nothing. I so I don't even. Like, I mean, um, they must like us over there. Yeah. You know. I mean, if it's real, sweet. Either way, I thought it was an interesting thing to share with you guys. I was like, what? It was well, like that, that would be a random, or something like that. That would be a random fake email to send somebody. I mean, I randomly I went to like top Apple Podcasts, searched by the name, and it popped up in that country. So that was interesting. It was interesting. 
Makes me feel good. Well, shout out to you guys listening, whether you're here or overseas. Appreciate, appreciate you over there in Bulgaria, man. We appreciate it, y'all. Sure. Bowser and Mario are in on it. <laughs> so we went, like Ray said, man, we went to see Transformers this morning. We went together. I rarely come down here. Ray lives like an hour away from me. So yep. it's not necessarily convenient. The camera shaking annoys the hell out of me. Um, But... Keep my body off it. Nah, it's just the floor. But yeah. anyways, so I uh, worked a long four-day work week this week. Put in a couple of 10s and 11s to have off today. So came out, hung out with Ray and his kids, and we went to see Transformers. I went in there with very low expectations. And what I can say after saying this movie, and we're going to spoil some of it, is I loved it. It was it was it was a summer blockbuster movie. It feels like a summer blockbuster movie and it's something you need to experience at the theater. It was fun. Yeah. So I'll say this, like I said Mario was a perfect movie. I stand by that. But I had more fun with this movie. I went on more of a ride with this movie. I mean, obviously it's Transformers big action and whatnot. So there was there were some parts I didn't uh, like preferably or how they got to somewhere but at the end of the day like I um, I don't know it took it took me on a ride man there were so many times where I was like <laughs> like man like, it was cold like it, it they they did a, a really really good job I'm super surprised about Pete Davidson that been like oh he stole the show he stole the show dude Mirage he stole the show <laughs> And if you don't know, like I didn't know, like I was in the theater, I was it was about thirty minutes into the movie or so. I was like, Brian, Brian, was like, what? I'm like, this ain't got nothing to do with the other Transformer movies. He's like, nah. So it's like a soft reboot. So Optimus Prime looks pretty much exactly the same. And so does Bumblebee. You know what I'm saying? But Optimus Prime pretty much always looks the same. But Bumblebee looking the same and doing the same things with the he doesn't talk, he uses the radio or yeah. or recordings of stuff. So like it's a soft reboot, you know. You're gonna know you're gonna know a Bumblebee, and you're gonna know Optimus Prime. You know, same voices for everything and stuff like that. But other than that, everything was pretty much brand new. So they're falling short of calling it Universal. So Anthony Ramos, who's the main character Noah on the movie, he called it a reboot, but Universal hasn't labeled it that. So it. It's hard to... It feels like a reboot for sure, but it's actually... So it's a prequel it's a, and a sequel at the same time. So it doesn't have n- nothing really to do with the Michael Bay movies, but it is set after the Bumblebee movie because that was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So it's set after Bumblebee but n- and before the Michael Bay movies, but it doesn't really have to do anything with the Michael Bay movies. But still kind of in the same... It's a soft reboot. They're just soft rebooting the entire franchise. And they did a hell of a job, man. It was crazy. The movie was crazy. The The villain was... Scourge. Was in... Well, yeah, well, he, he was like the little villain. I'm talking about the... Oh, uh, yeah, the, Ultron. The, not Ultron. The, I don't know why I call him Ultron. The, the main guy. What is it? It's not... Ultron's an Avengers villain. What is it? Yeah, um, Omnicron? Yeah. Omnicron, I think, is his yeah, name. Something like that. But he was like, he's like a giant, sentient transformer. Think Galactus from the Fantastic Four awful movies. 
Yeah, but Transformer <laughs> version. And he has these lackeys or whatever, his people, and the um with these with this key, they can go through um different time time periods and uh, through to different worlds. And um, once they release them in there, he devours them and destroys them. He eats them. So destroys the world, eats the planet, uses it as like energy. Yeah. So it starts off. You see uh, Scourge fighting against uh, Optimus Primal in the uh, in the the their what world. They called the uh, what were they called Primal. I forgot the name was the name of their because like these are the you know um, the Transformers are. What primes or whatever, not primes, but he's a prime. I forgot what their name was. They were the. It wasn't primals. I forgot, I forgot what their name was. They had a name, but whatever. They you, they start the movie. You see them there first fighting um, the primals, and they take off in the ship and they trap dude wherever he's at. <clears throat> then it comes to our, our time, and then you see some girl working for um, a museum, and they find a key. You know, but it ends up only being half the key, and she does something. And it sends a signal in the air. And then Optimus calls for the Autobots to get out of hiding and come together. And then it starts off with a sick-ass car chase. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, the car chase is cool. So Noah Anthony Ramos' character is just down on his luck. His little brother has sickle cell. Mom, single mom. You know, they don't have money. He's an ex-soldier. He's trying to help them out, trying to get a job, not having good luck doing so. So he turns to uh, crime and ends up stealing one, a Porsche, which ends up being Mirage and leads to the car chase race talking about, which was freaking amazing. Dude, and from, you get to see right away like why he's called Mirage, which is from awesome. from, from the start. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They do that first car chase had like it sets a tone. Like I just feel I do the whole movie. I never been to a movie. It's been a long time anyway. I can't even remember. A movie that had me like in my chest so many times, like you could, you you, you felt you felt the action and what was going on. Like they immerse you in the scene. Like it, it it was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, summer blockbuster again is what I. That's it's what it is. You have to watch this at the movies. Like it's just one of those things. I do have a couple. I won't say complaints because I love the movie. I left the movie time right. Like I'll probably watch this again. And I, out of all the movies that came out recently between Across the Spider Verse. This, The Flash, Elementals is coming out. I, I wanted to see Transformers, but I'd say it was probably at the bottom of all of the anticipation of what I wanted to see. And I left this movie just super excited. But there are some things that kind of are interesting. First one is, it suffers from the same thing all the other Transformers movies kind of have an issue with. And that's the fact that it, they want to imbue the human element. Like, they all do this. Like, they want you to care more about Noah. And I don't know why I can't remember the actress's name. She's a big part of the movie. I don't know. I don't even know what her name is. <laughs> um, she, but that... So, they try to make you care for these characters. And we're there to see robots. Like, we are literally there to see Transformers do their thing. But along the same lines of that... And I, I texted my buddy Diego about this and... He, he mentioned it to me as an issue and I was like, I, I wholeheartedly agree with it. And it's that they tried to force that on-screen kind of romance towards the end and there was no chemistry there. Like, it's unnecessary. I don't, I don't need her leaning on his shoulder, him grabbing her, making sure she was okay. It was kind of just like, it felt out of place. Yeah, super random. You could have 
took that girl out the movie and still made the same movie, which I think they should have done. Her character was useless. Yeah. She, well, she was there to, to decipher yeah, the... But that was stupid. You, you got these primals or whatever that are super old. Advanced, they, right. They don't, they don't know this stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like They're like, can you help us find the... Come on, man. These are alien <laughs> people with technology a million times more pro- uh, progressed than we are or whatever. And we're asking for s- some young girl whose dad used to be a taxi cab driver to decipher like, hieroglyphics and find... But that's what... what that's what, like Brian said. Like, that's the problem is they're always trying to... Yeah. You, could, you could have just had that kid in there and him dealing with what he had to deal with... <clears throat> And then them going throughout the movie. Yeah. And them figuring out those things they had that girl figured out and had the same exact experience. Because I love the movie, all of it, except for the parts with that girl in it. She was helpless and every scene with her was drawn out, taking too long to get to somewhere, you know. So that that's my only problems with the movie. Yeah, I would say that that too. Like you and she's I'll say she's a main part of it. She helps them get to Peru, and that's where the other half of of the thing is that they're looking for. But the reality is they really didn't need her to be there. But... And they they had to give her flowers. Like, she did the computer thing. She figured it all out. They're like, yeah, man, good job. So that computer thing... So that's my second complaint is... The length, it felt a little longer towards the end. Like the climax of the movie and for it to finish felt longer and it's because of her extra parts. Like yeah. if she wasn't holding on to a beam trying not to fall into the lava for five minutes, bro, we didn't need to even see that, right? Like it didn't necessarily help. That And it's going to sound awful because we're talking about the negative first. I promise you, if you go watch this movie, this is an insignificant complaint complaints of the movie yeah. it's just but I'm not slightly gonna... too long and she they try to make you care about her when you don't really have to do that but there has to be the good with the bad and you, and you see that this is the only bad part we're talking about because that's what I was telling Brian as soon as I left I, I said it out loud in the theater like so at the end the two humans were going to go through the tunnel make their way to this computer and the the Transformers and the, the Beast Wars Transformers they were going to be a diversion so she can get to the computer and try to figure out the code that she she deciphered and cracked from two four symbols and pictures. Stupid. Well, let's back up. She's an intern at the museum, so it's like she's into, and she's better than her boss. So she has the skills to dissect or decipher the hieroglyphics, um, different artifacts. Like she's able to tell if something's fake, if something isn't fake. So, like, there's backstory between her, like, being able to help them. It just didn't make sense that they needed her to help them. Yeah. And it was so drawn out, her getting to the computer, which what they could have done is got her to the computer faster and then had a struggle there. Right. And then Because then it was a struggle getting there for so long. And she got to it, and it was, like, this 3D... Yeah. Think, Tony, think Tony Stark Dude, she just like put her hand in it, started spinning it, and she figured it out in like two minutes. <laughs> like, dude, so we had all this, this, nothing to get to that part. But other than that, that that's my only complaint. Yeah. Because I, I like that, like Brian said, um, she was an intern, but she knew more than her boss. Like, how many of us have lived that or know that kind of thing where your boss takes credit 
for for everything you do. You know what I'm saying? Because on the side, she wants to look like she knows everything, right. everybody, but she really don't know Jack. And you're getting treated like you don't know Jack, but you're really the one holding everything together. So I appreciated that. And then, you know, big ups to the uh, Latino community. Like this, you know, right here we got Transformers. The main character, he's Puerto Rican. And then we got Blue Beetle coming out. Main character is Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> I, I, I really like that. Yeah, representation, so man. Hope people are appreciating that. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm a and, sucker for it. Like, at, but you're Puerto Rican. Yeah, when it comes in, like, the, they go through his door. And he's in the bedroom. First thing you see, big-ass Puerto Rican flag with the picture of Biggie's album on his table as he's working on some stuff. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, Anthony Ramos is Puerto Rican. But, like, yeah. To see it in the movie as like who he yeah, is as yeah. a character, I'm all in. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Awesome. Like I'm all in. Yeah, we've been there before. Like he was trying to get a job. He was in the military. Um, his brother had his brother's really sick, and his little brother. You know what I'm saying? And the first person you see him go to his job interview, whatever, and the guy's like, "Oh, you don't want to be a part of a team. You did this that, and the other thing." The only thing I didn't like is that he didn't come out and say like, "Yo, like my brother, my brother's sick." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my my family is my main priority. Like I understand the military and stuff like that, but like that's your little brother, right? You know what I'm saying, and your mom, single mom, like they depend on you. You know what I'm saying? And they were just you know wanted to throw him off to the side because he cared about his family and take care of his family more. Like I, I totally understand that, and I got it. And I, I love the relationship with him and his brother. His mom, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I love that um, dynamic of everything. I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So, but beyond that, the movie was. I mean, it, it looked amazing. The soundtrack was fire. Fire. I mean, it's in the '90s. It's based in 1994. <laughs> and so, it, and it wasn't too soundtrack slow. Soundtrack is fire. It wasn't too slow. There was parts I think would be slow, and then boom, like it was, you know. <clears throat> Right in there, man, and like, I, like I said, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been to a movie that fun in a long time, man. I, so I, cool. I I loved it. Pete Davidson murdered this role, like he killed it. Mirage is the best character in the movie. <laughs> like it is just is it's amazing. Yeah, because he tries to he <laughs> he tries to understand our culture. You know what I'm saying? It'd be cool. He's like, Octavius, hold on, man. Let me talk to my boy real quick. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me talk to my boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Cause, so, again, we're going to spoil more stuff. So, Bumblebee, you know, ends up getting messed up by Scourge right away. So, he's out of the movie damn near the whole movie. So, like, Mirage is the Bumblebee of this movie. He's the main Autobot in the movie that's with, you know, his human counterpart, which is Noah. Yeah. So... We spent a lot of time with Mirage and their interactions and like just what he's doing and his abilities. It's just perfect. All of them, like all of the yeah. Transformers, were just legit. One thing that I like, and it's why it feels like a reboot, is, um, and it's a main part of the of the movie in itself and the story is uh, Optimus's reluctance to deal with humans, like the mm -hmm. way that he is. He's carrying the weight of leaving Cybertron and losing the war and not being and having them be stranded on Earth. And he carries it and he has that attitude. It's not the same optimist that you've seen in the Michael Bay movies. Yeah, because this was the beginning pretty much. Yeah, this is before. They've only been on Earth for seven years. Mm -hmm. They haven't really made contact with humans except for Bumblebee. Cause that's how come yeah. I know it's connected to that yeah. one. 
Because he's like, I know you had a good experience with one of them. Yeah. So it's a soft reboot because he's for sure connected to the Bumblebee movie. Yeah. Um, and, the, and, the and it's interesting. And the reason why Bumblebee was knocked out right away because that's Optimus Prime's right hand man. If Bumblebee didn't do what he did, Optimus is going down. Oh, he's going to die. In the Let me tell you, boy. The Scourge. Autobots get whooped. Like, just <laughs> scourges a true villain in this movie. And, and that's one thing me and Brian always talk about. Uh, do you feel this movie? You know what I'm saying? Not the action being cool. Not any of that stuff. Like, is there... Do you feel Do you feel danger? Do you feel seriousness? And this movie was n- no bullshit. Like, there was plenty of, like, you know, comedy and stuff. But the it whole time... The whole, the whole time you were like, yo... This dude's whooping Optimus ass and all these other people. And if this big dude comes, it's over. It's over. The world's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it was always always on the line. People were getting, people. You know, uh, Transformers were dying, dead. I'm talking dead. Primos died at the beginning. Dude, Bumblebee. Like what he's saying is true. If Bumblebee doesn't help Optimus, Optimus dies at the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful and. Formidables, the scourges, Scour- scourges, no joke. But even that, even the side dude with the, uh, the crane, oh stuff, yeah, yeah, the tow truck one, yeah, he was giving people that business. Boy. And then oh, that the girl that was like Starscream or whatever, yep. the little she, yeah, they, dude, they were bad, they were badass people. You know what I'm saying? Badass transformers, whatever. Nah, so <clears throat> scourge kills people. Like when he kills his victims, he pulls off their like logo. In this case, the Autobot logo or the Primal logo. And he has a whole sleeve of badges. Like anyone he's ever killed is as a new addition to his sleeve. I thought that was so dope. Doc. And I it's Transformers though. And I think this was the right decision. I was telling Ray when we got out of movies. Like Bumblebee is the general to Optimus, right? Like Optimus is the leader, but Bumblebee is that war general. Like Optimus is clearly stronger, but Bumblebee's the dude, right? Second in command. And it had he get he basically dies. Had that not happened, it changes so many things, right? Like we don't get Mirage doesn't get to shine. Like none of the other characters shine as much because Bumblebee's is the favorite. Like it's a fan favorite too. Everyone loves Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, that's why he had his movie. So like I I felt like he could come back, but when he dies, I was just like, oh like when when Ray says you feel it, like the the movie has heart. Like you feel the relationship between Noah and his little brother and the love that they have between each other. You feel that. You feel, you know, how Optimus feels about his brothers and how they are similar in, in the same world. The movie's just fire, dog. It's just a good-ass movie. Dude, when in the first five minutes, Optimus Primal dies, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> and then, like, 15, 20 minutes later... Bumblebee dies. I was like, I said, I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, they are not playing no, no games. games in this movie, dog. Like, it, it, it was the shit. And then seeing the Beast Wars, like, and that's what I, I grew up on the Transformers, not the 80s, even though I did watch those as, as a little yeah, kid, obviously. True. But Beast Wars Transformers, that was, that was my jam. I was, I was, on, I was like 11, Saturday 12. And, and like, that, that was my shit. Oh, another, another thing. Uh, the rhinoceros dude did nothing. So, so here, I guess I lied. There is another complaint. The movie's called Beast Wars or Rise of the Beast or whatever. And we really didn't see too much of the primals. Like, we see Optimus Primal, which we should. He's the leader and he is 
absolute fire. Yeah, that bird's fire too. Like, like, he's fire. The bird was cool. Uh, razor, Razor Edge. Or yeah, Razor, uh, ra- something like that. Razor Aid, something like that. Um, Cheetor was cool. We didn't see too much of him or or the Rhinotar. We didn't see too much. But of the him. Rhino, you seen nothing except for like little scenes in the, at the end when it was yeah. big fights and he's like running through. So you see them when they're fighting out. at the end, and there's some scenes there like like that you see like when Cheetor turned when they transform. Dude, it was sick. And dude. they start doing dude. Optimus Primal looks amazing, and there's a couple scenes, but I wanted more of that. Like the dude, whole point of this hammer. They the hammer swinging around, dog. Nah, the sphere that Cheetor threw into the air to knock the one chick out the air. Dude, that was, uh, it was. I'm saying the movie was amazing. It's good. It's good. But, but dude, it, it it was it was dope. And then, um, like I said, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil everything. I want. We won't spoil the end credits. So yeah, dude, the end. It's not really. It's at the end of the movie. The it's credits credit. don't roll, but it's the last scene in the movie. We're not gonna spoil it. You need to get to the movies to watch this. But dude, the other part too that was when if when I initially saw it, I kind of rolled my eyes and I was like, I'm 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 over it. Like I I was like, yeah, I think we might have crossed the line of going too far. So Mirage tries to fight Scourge one on one, and we've already seen Optimus get whooped by this dude. So there's no way in hell that Mirage is gonna take him down. So he ends up protecting Noah. And as he's protecting Noah, he's like, hey, I can help you or whatever. And he ends up giving Noah, like, a Power Ranger suit. You know, like, he's Iron Man now. Like, basically, his parts from his car cover him head to toe. And now he's fully armored. And in the moment when it happened, I was like, no. And that that feeling lasted maybe 27 seconds. Because immediately after, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Dude, that shit was <laughs> sick. It was so cool. Dude, as soon, to, to me, and I never had that point that Brian had. I saw the suit start going on. I was like, no, I for was sure. Like, yeah. I promise you, it was like 20 seconds or so where I was just like, I, just, I even probably rolled my eyes. I was like, what is going on? And then when he completed it and he started moving around, I was like, oh yeah, because well, every other movie this you is see it. the people in, they're kind of they're helpless. For, they're forced yeah. in there, yeah, yeah. doing some dumb shit. Besides Mark Wahlberg, who like stole alien blasters, whatever, doing that. Like even that's far fetched. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that this whole movie, they, they stayed out the way because there's not shit they could do. They finally like this is the only way he could, you could do something. You know, otherwise these people would be dead like that. You know what I'm saying? So they give this dude. It was fire. And the it was fire, bro. It, it, it and was Optimus needed him because the, so you were talking so off camera we were talking and right so one of these Autobots is a ginormous ass plane. It's like a helicarrier, and he transports them to Peru. And Ray's like, well, why, why isn't the big dude fighting? Because he can knock out a lot of these little ones. And I was thinking about it now. And the reason is he would have been overwhelmed by the little ones. And the way that you can tell that is when Noah's helping Optimus fight Scourge is because he was little and he was stabbing him in the back of the knees and oh, he was, was like cold move right and there. he was moving him around. So Noah was a soldier, so it's not far fetched that he's not gonna know how to fight yeah. or strategize or prioritize. Like mm-hmm. he is a basically kind of an engineer type dude, but he was a soldier, a decorated one at that. Yeah, and you could tell once he got that suit it even the eyes, but the whole movie you, you see that Scourge ain't nothing to play nah, with. So ain't. obviously he ain't gonna do it on his own. But there was enough there for him 
to help. You know, without that, it wouldn't happen. And Optimus wasn't going to beat him one-on-one. As dope as Optimus is, that Scourge dude was on, on another level. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he would have died in the first 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> this dude was sick. Like, Optimus couldn't believe it. Like, Optimus pulled out his axe going. Dude was like... And dude, he was like, I love seeing like, the look of surprise be. in your face. He was like... Optimus was like, what the hell? You know it what I'm cannot saying? be. Like, dude, it, they set the tone right away. And the movie was fire. I, I think I would definitely, I would definitely see it again. I watch it again. I, this is so like I, I seen something that said best Transformer since the first one that came out. It's the best. I think it's the best. Period. Yeah, it's the best Transformer that that they have ever made. Period. Like period. It, it's not, and I don't think it's close. Like you might have some nostalgia ties to the first Transformer Michael Bay movie, but what I'm telling you, dog, it's because of all the elements. Like when you have a sci-fi movie of this nature that ties to your nostalgia you have to have enough things going and the action is there it's a summer movie that's just fun the fun is there the heart is there you care and you believe there was a second i thought optimus was gonna die at the end because i was sitting there thinking and i'm like okay this feels like a reboot we have optimus primal we have now noah in a suit mirage all the autobots and then the primals are there and everyone's there like theoretically don't need them. You really, you know, you can. I don't want to say you don't need them because Optimus well, is Optimus, Optimus but yeah. you can move on without Optimus at this point. So or it was come a, back in some weird kind of way. It was a point where I was like, "Yo, he about to die. <laughs> He's gonna die in this movie." And he got whooped throughout the movie. He got whooped at the beginning. He got whooped when he was fighting him on the way to Peru. Like every time he fought mm-hmm. him, he was getting just handled. So the that suspended disbelief. Like you suspend, you did, you just suspend it, suspend the disbelief, and they did that so well that you're just living in the moment, and the movie was just yeah. I've never, had, just fire, I've never had an action movie fire have me on, you know, on my, you. Know, I was like, you know, there were some scenes like I said, I just I sit up for a second, then it just, I was like, oh man, that was man, that was that was crazy. Listen, and if you don't want to believe two grown ass men that are nerds. So we went with Ray's kids, and then Ray was sitting on one end, I was in, the kids are in the middle. And I'm sitting there, and Junior, Ray's son, is so into this movie, bro. Like, there were moments in the movie where he turned to look at me, and he's like, yes! Like, he was just so <laughs> into the movie. And that should tell you enough. Like, you don't, if you take anything from this podcast right now, of all the shit that we just talked about, Transformers, that moment alone should prove to you that the movie is on another level. Dude. Like it, I was just like I smiled so hard when and he did it like three times and then at the end of the movie he was like, "This is the best movie I've ever seen at the movies in my life." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was enjoyable for all ages. And like I said, at the end of the movie, if oh, I'm 37, so if you're around my age, at the end of the movie you'll be blown away again. I was blown away so many times. Then right at the end I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> and then. Brian, we looked at each other. Like, what? I was like, what? Let's go. I can't believe it. Like, the end scene of this movie, they don't even make you wait for the end credits. It is literally how the movie ends. There's no, nothing comes up. Dude, it couldn't have ended any better. I'm talking about what are the best endings of a movie you'll ever see. If, I mean, if you're in. Yeah, if you're into this, right? But I'm telling you. You're probably into it. If you're around my age, dude, you're gonna. I was like, Ooh. and so then good. 
the uh, the mid credit scene. There's one. It's, it's it's really fast too. It's not like a Marvel one where you're waiting yeah. like 10, 15 minutes. Like this is about Quick. three, four minutes in. Per perfect. Per I mean, this movie, you know, it wasn't perfect, but I mean, it was great. So it was good. fantastic. Like the ending and the credit scene meant stay. It, it, it was dope. I hope you guys get out there, man, because the reality is Transformers is sandwiched between so many high budget movies. Something has to fail. Like there's just it's just there isn't enough money for people to go to all of this stuff. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse is doing well. Transformers came out this week. Next week is the Flash. Something's get something has and Elemental. So like Elemental's gonna take the, the that kid dollars, right? The kid dollars are either gonna stay with Spider-Man or maybe switch to Elemental, leaving Transformers in a limbo, in my opinion. Something's gonna fail. It might be DC because there is still... I think Elemental's gonna fail. Everything, I don't. Everything I've seen about it, it well, I'm not gonna see it. I don't think it'll fail. I don't even wanna it, see it. It reminds me of... Um, what was that other movie about feelings? It looks terrible. There was like Inside Out. It reminds me of Inside Out. And then Indiana Jones is tracking to do abysmal numbers. <laughs> so maybe Indiana Jones is going to be the one that fails like and takes the heat off of everything else. But if this is the beginning of a new trilogy for Transformers or or more, we'll leave it at that. I think Transformers is going to do gangbusters. You need to get out there and watch it. Because like I said, I haven't enjoyed myself. It was good. Been a long time. What the, I mean, but Mario, I'm telling you, that's what I saw. That's how crazy it is. Like you, I wouldn't think that I would go Mario, this, and be blown away both times. Like, dude, these movies are good. Movies are good right now. And then from what I'm hearing from Flash, I'm ready to be blown away again, man. And so there's a reason. There's a reason you're hearing that. And I think it's what I just mentioned. Like, there's a there's ill will towards Ezra still, and there probably oh. will always be. So Warner Brothers... They already is, said going forward they might get rid of him. So Warner Brothers is spending money to promote the movie, but they're not promoting him, and that's different. Because he's the main guy, and have you seen him promoting anything? Have you seen, he's not, because they're being cautious. But what they are counting on, and I think they're paying people to do this, is word-of-mouth promotion. You're having other directors. You're having... Who was the director that just said it was amazing and doesn't like superhero movies? Stephen King. Stephen King said the movie was great. Kind of off the wall. Why would you volunteer that in general? Well, first of all, they, they didn't pay him. You can't pay Stephen I King. I don't know. It's a friendship thing, though. Like, if James Gunn asked him as a friend, it would be done, bro. This is I what I'm saying. They're friends, though. Stephen King doesn't have any... Like, he's a recluse, dude. He doesn't say nothing about nothing. I don't nothing. know. It does, they're not <sighs> promoting the movie. No. They're yeah, counting sure. on word-of-mouth promotion. For sure. So the people that are promoting the movie... Either truly believe the movie is amazing and some of the reviews are already coming out because the embargo's lifted and it's not like overwhelmingly positive or they're planting those reviews so that people say it's a movie so you go watch it. But Either way, we're going to watch it. Stephen King hasn't even said good things about adaptions <laughs> of his own movies, dude. He, he don't talk to nobody nothing like that, man. I've been a big fan of Stephen King for a long time. You can't... He'll sit down with horror movie people and stuff like that, but he don't really talk about shit. You know what I'm saying? And for him to come out and say anything even decent. Nah. I, I, I think it's so off the so. wall. One, it's volunteered. Two, he doesn't like superhero movies, so why the fuck would he even have watched it? Like, there is literally no reason for him to have watched this movie. It's not his genre. He doesn't like them. 
Like, why would he have even watched it? It doesn't make any sense for him to have watched the movie. Literally. We don't know if he likes Batman or Flash. No, there's no way. What if he's a Michael Keaton fan? I mean, he might. the the movie might be good, but I think that specifically is a way for them to promote it. Like, that's that's just it. And then all the influencers, obviously we know influencers get paid. You guys can pay us to promote movies. Let me know if you want to hook that up. Um, And then it's just one of those things. Because, like, reviews are coming out and... Overall, we know, like, to give you an example, Transformers got a 57 from critics, and it has an 87% audience score right now. So, like, people don't agree in general. But most of the reviews for The Flash are in the sevens, across the board. Both sides. Yeah. So, like, it's... It could be just that good of a movie. It's a solid movie. I mean, I'm sure that it'll probably be a solid movie. But we'll see. We only got to wait six days now. I don't... See, but I'm me, I'm, I'm not even... Like, uh, trying to defend the movie or anything like that. I don't like Ezra Miller. I didn't like him from the beginning. <laughs> no, he didn't like him. From and the then beginning. I see him now. Still, he's like, <laughs> "You still doing that, bro? You're you're still doing this, bro? You could move the blink of an eye. We do not need to see you set up. We shouldn't even see you. We want to move. Boom, you're gone. This motherfucker. Like, All right, guys. See you later. Like, not what." Yeah. That's why it's sad. It's sad that Mercury on the um, Eternals, which is a movie that was awful for everyone, did a better speedster than The Flash in all of these movies. sorry-ass Fox movies <laughs> with Quicksilver. That's the best speedster should have ever seen. Dude, if Quicksilver did this, why? Well, right. <laughs> and I don't, I don't like Ezra Miller in anything I've ever seen him in. I don't like him in real life. I don't like him as a person. So... I'm definitely not. I'm not defending nothing he's doing. I hated his take on Flash, in Justice League, and in uh, uh, Batman vs. Whatever, whatever he was in, I think it, it sucked. And the interpretation of it sucks. But I'm banking on the sh- the stuff I've seen from both Batman movies. These guys have learned from Zack Snyder. You know what I'm saying? They're making Batman doing amazing things. That's what he does. As a man, he's doing things that other men can't do. And from the the pictures. The videos I've seen. Dude, Michael Keaton is how old? He seemed like flying through the air, down, tunnel, wings spread, 360. Like, dude, this is Batman, and I, I'm, all, I'm all for it. So This is the end of the Snyderverse. So, I, yeah, I don't want to see Ayers Miller again. I don't want to see the, I don't of think the Flash again. I think the Flash, this is the best breaking point. To, it was always going to be the best breaking point. Flat, this is what Flashpoint is. Like, he goes back, fucks something up. Comes back, it's a different world. Something changed, and everything will be changed in this case. Yeah. So like when it when you talk about the multiverse and comic books, it's the easiest. That, that's how DC resets entire universes. Is literally with this storyline. Like, oh, Flash goes into the past and changes something. Comes back, it's a different thing. I'm just happy because before we heard anything or seen anything, Ben was out and Michael Keaton was out. Yeah. That was going around like big time. And I'm seeing them both in here, and they, they both looks awesome. Carol looks awesome as Supergirl. Rumors we are got, we got Zod back. Like to me, it's more about everything else. So we're other seeing, than, and I love the Flash. He's a, he's one of our top guys, top five probably. I love the Flash, and I think they've they've butchered him. And it's still the Flash parts have not stand out to me anything I've seen at all. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's everything else around it. I hope this movie changes my mind on the Flash because I love the Flash. You know what I'm saying? But I rather would have seen Grant. Gusterson, yeah, the DC as girls. a Flash, you know what I'm saying. Ezra Miller stinks. Maybe, 
Maybe when we come back, we have Wally instead of Barry. The suit looks fly, though. I'm not going to lie about that. The suit looks cool. You that's, know what a, that's an easy way to get rid of Ezra. But the you thing come I'm back, like, Barry's gone. I don't like Ezra. No, I got to deal with two of them. <laughs> yeah, you do got to deal with two of them. <laughs> but I'm still super excited for this movie, man. My Batman from childhood comes back. Ben Affleck, I think, is the best Batman. Is back, and they're both looking great and awesome. So I'm, I'm in there for it. For sure, but yeah, I don't stand for nothing that is the Miller stands for. I care about people. Like you should boycott the movie stuff like that. I'm not doing none of that. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm trying to go see a movie and, and enjoy myself. It'll All be right? fun. They're saying there's spoilers for um. So there's a camo at the end of the movie, and I'll spoil this because if you're online, you've already seen it. But Superman shows up, but Michael Keaton's universe Superman. Who is that? Christopher Reeves? No, he's not Michael Keaton's. Superman. Who was rumored to play Superman during that time? Oh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. There's a supposedly. I mean, a lot of people have seen it at this point, but there is a cameo at the end of this movie. A cameo, and Nicholas Cage shows up as Superman at the end of this movie. So, <laughs> I, in the worst way, don't want to see that, dude. Like I'm hoping. <laughs> So bad that this is not true, dude. I think it's true, and I can't wait to see it. Cause I've never seen his uh, his like tests for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had like long hair down you here. You had a long hair. And it's Nicolas Cage, forehead, long hair, just like <laughs> not, that's not what. I can't wait. It's more like Super Dude or something. It's gonna that's gonna be amazing, bro. Oh. This is gonna be the best. But I'm here for it, man. And do you guys? You guys gotta go see Transformers. You you got to go see Transformers. What would you say was you seen Spider Man and Transformers? What'd you like more? Tough. Um, that that's 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 good. That I mean that's good that's thing tough. though. So Spider Man. So across the Spider Verse is probably one of the best animated movies. I I liked it better than the first Into the Spider Verse, which is crazy because Into the Spider Verse was amazing. It was a good movie. So I like this one better. Ray hasn't seen it yet, so I'm gonna give him a break. I'm not gonna like go into it. As far as feelings go, the movie was awesome. The length was good. The plot twist towards the end with Miles is really cool. But I, it might just be prisoner of the moment because we just watched Transformers. But I feel like I had more feels about Transformers. Like dude, there was more feeling. Dude, Transformers, Transformers brought the feels. They brought it. Like, so, dude, I felt that's like good. You world, can't, yeah, dude, you can't, you cannot deny no, you the can't. way you felt you can't. watching that movie, and then walking out. My kids are like, man, that movie, the best. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, that it's got, dude, it worked. It's it's up there for me. It's so <laughs> fire. Like, dude, I never talk about none of the other Transformer movies. No, you know I'm besides never. it looking cool, and I've watched them and, maybe one time. You know, <laughs> like I never watched them again after that first time. I was like, whatever. I love Optimus's voice though, and I love the look Optimus. Like obviously, I, I like Optimus Prime. I like Bumblebee. I like all the Transformers. It's just cool as hell. But the movies weren't that good, and like I said, looking good to me ain't, ain't enough. Like those, you know. But this this movie had it had, had everything. It, it, it surprised me. I thought it was gonna be decent. Same. I, I had little <laughs> expectations for it, and that's. Probably why we're so, you know, high on it. Like, I didn't go in there expecting the best movie, yeah. you know what I'm saying, of the summer up to this point. I didn't think we'd be talking about this long right now. Like, no, it, we've been it, talking about it for like 30 minutes. It's so good. Spider-Man, though, 
So Ray hasn't watched it. If you haven't watched Into the Spider-Verse or Across the Spider-Verse, so you should go watch it because the animation is insane. The story is really cool. Again, with representation. There's a lot of stuff in it like that. So think about where we're at right now. So Miles is a created superhero that is a minority. Half Puerto Rican, half black, based on Donald Glover. Like that was inspiration for him. Blew up. Because he wore a Spider-Man costume on Community one time. Which is up, which is amazing. And he shows up in a movie, which is awesome. Um, Heard about that. Really cool. But when you're talking representation, you have Miles. Spider-Man 2099 is Oscar Isaac. Again, another half-Hispanic character. Gwen, this isn't the Gwen you know. This is an alternate reality Gwen, right? They don't explicitly say this in the movie, but it's online all over the place. Like, her costume has costumes of the trans flag and her dad has a trans sticker on his shoulder it's never explicitly said or anything but there's representation of that as well so when minorities are represented on a grand scale and are successful it's important in general so like that aside the movie's really cool and and what you see in the last act of that movie is equally as amazing like transformer wise yeah what you see happen with miles and it's like this shit is awesome but the ending of the movie, I have a huge problem with in, the, in Into the Spider-Verse. So, or across the Spider-Verse. See, and that's one thing that um, Marvel got right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of replacing somebody or something like that. They made a new character. Yeah, they made a new character. Yeah. And they put their money behind it. And look where he is now. You know what I'm saying? Miles Morales is huge. Huge. He, huge. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't take nobody's spot. He's his own thing. And he fits in just fine. You know what I'm saying? People love him. It's like amazing. He's, he's in video games. He's in movies. He's in comic books. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. He, he's, and he's not even that old. Yeah. Like, Miles hasn't been around for that long. No. <laughs> and he's already, like Ray saying, in games, in, in movies. Like, he's a main character of a trilogy at Sony. What I, So I do want to talk about this. So the Miles Morales animated film is a part of a trilogy. So, like, they, at the end of the trilogy, then that's it. We'll see what happens then. Can't spoil some of it. But... The way that rights work for like movie rights, I'm pretty sure because the deal with Sony was done before, Marvel owns the live action rights to Miles Morales. Or all the rights to Miles. Yeah, yeah. And it was probably part of the deal to let Tom Holland Spider-Man be in this to give them the animated rights. I think at the end of this trilogy, because it's it's a multiverse and you see in the movie you see some live action scenes from all the other Spider-Mans. As he's going through what he's going through. So, like, you see Tom Holland. You see um, Andrew Garfield. You see uh, Toby. Donald Glover is in it at a certain point. Um, I think the way this trilogy ends, without spoiling anything, is we get transported into the MCU universe. And we meet the live-action Miles Morales. And Tom Holland will be kind of phased out. And our Spider-Man in the MCU going forward will be Miles Morales. Because then Marvel doesn't have to give Sony any cut of anything. Money's important. Sony's never going to give those rights back. Yeah. So now you kind of let Spider-Man go into the sunset. And Sony still has a Spider-Man. It's just not Peter Parker. And then he's still young. He's younger. He needs help. He'll be with the younger Avengers. And it's just a perfect transition. Yeah. It seems like Marvel's slowly trying to cut ties everything that, that people are trying to hold them to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, we got this, so you got to cut a deal with this and do this. They're like, 
Okay. <laughs> weasel him on out of here. And Tom Holland wants to take a... He made some TV show, I guess, that... Heard he's take a break for the yeah, year. Yeah, because he said the, the show, like, beat him up, like, physically and mentally. He's, like, over it. Well, he's been going hard. Yeah, for a while. Super hard. So he's going to take a break. And no one wants to play, like, the character for that long. Like, Hugh Jackman is an exception. It's not a rule. Like, most people play it for three years and they're done. Even Elizabeth Olsen... Was like I love being Scarlet Witch, but I don't I don't miss it. Like I don't want to go back and do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at some point, they have to be able to move on. Whether it's the Young Avengers, the X Men, the Fantastic Four, like we can leave the MCU, you know, away from it. And I think that's what we're gonna get. we're gonna get a live action Miles. It's gonna happen in the it next should. four or five years. It should. And I'm all for it. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I can't wait till Marvel can cut ties with all these companies. You know, I mean, they they put themselves in that bind. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they're slowly trying to work themselves out. And I can't wait till they do because there's so many people we're still not getting able to see because some stupid-ass stipulations. <laughs> but they got themselves into that. And with that that being said, I hope Blue Beetle does good. Oh, because, another minority. Yeah, because this is another representation. You know what I'm saying? And another uh, original character. It looks funny. You know it looks saying? awesome. You know, they didn't, Blue Beetle was dead yeah. for a long time. And then, boom, they put him in here. Jaime Reyes. And, and do the Blue Beetle... It's dope. I'm tired of people talking about like, oh, well, that was a rip off of Iron Man. Whatever. Like, dude, you don't you don't know anything <laughs> that you're talking about. Dude, that cyborg ain't a rip off of Iron Man. Blue Beetle ain't a rip off of Iron Man. I get it. You guys only know the movies and stuff like that. They, these characters are nothing like. And don't get them wrong. They do they do rip each other off like Deadpool huh. and Deathstrike, Aquaman and Neymar. Like, yeah, that has happened. But those about specific these, characters, yeah, these. Are, are not. You know what I'm saying? So let's not try to take anything away from these original characters. You know what I'm saying? Let, 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 let's build them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't wait for Blue Beetle. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there for it. You know? So. So I don't know, like, keeping to representation in general, like, I didn't know. I was looking at, like, some Miles stuff and trying to see I, what I actually was looking for was, like, what the nationality of um, O'Hara, which is Spider-Man 2099, like what he was. And he's like, I think he's I never like knew. half Guatemalan and half something else. And Irish, because of O'Hara. Um, so when I'm looking for that, I stumbled upon other stuff and some shit that I don't know. And I'm kind of ashamed I don't know. Because I've been a way bigger fan my entire life. Had I knew the first white tiger ever. Mexican. Puerto Rican. Oh, Puerto Rican? And like full-blooded Puerto Rican, the like girl. came from the island, was going to school in New York. The girl, right? Or no, so that's his. That's his niece. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the white. Yeah, so yeah, the very yeah. first white tiger is Puerto Rican, and then they've changed them along the line. But the the current white tiger is his niece, and then at one point I think his sister was also the white tiger. But like that's crazy. Like, yeah. and I didn't know. I had no idea. I was like, yo, I would have been all over this. I would have been looking up amulets and what everything happened and his powers and origins. And this was just a random... I stumbled on this looking for something completely different. Like, I had no idea. That's why I hate Bane. I hate what they did with Bane and Batman. He's not He's not a white dude. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Bane's not white. <laughs> Bane is Latin. Okay? He's a, he's a, he's a wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, he's a wrestler. <clears throat> yeah, man, like... Give, it wasn't... Sorry, guys, the camera got hot. Hot. Like, when I say hot... Scorching. So I don't know where it ended up, but we were talking about representation, and I you know, feel like Bane never got a fair shake on his representation. He's way better at that, cooler than that. So we'll go from here. We're gonna jump to 
jumped to Silo, couldn't even spend a lot of time on this. And we watched Silo together yeah, today. We just watched Silo together today. And just, do I love the show? I love it. But like I said, dude, it it just keeps open. <laughs> you know it, dude. It just keeps opening new shit and never explains anything else. So right now, like, I'm intrigued because I want to know yeah, something. There has to be answers. And then it just keeps unraveling. And you, you, first of all, you don't, I don't know anything. I don't know nothing. And you continue <laughs> to not know nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> when you think it, it might be something explained, you're going to get to something, it, it, it cut off. You know what I'm saying? But I, I love the show. I'm intrigued. Uh, I love the acting. Um, <clears throat> this new episode, like... I feel like we got some answers today, though. Yeah, minor. We got, we got some answers. We like, found the hard drive. That's important. The hard drive was found. Yeah, old girl smart. <clears throat> old girl smart. And then... I don't know what guys jumped there, but I, I love the... Um, okay, every, everyone's scared. Every, everyone's scared. Everyone's hiding something. And everyone you think has some kind of power or pull actually doesn't. doesn't yeah. And that's that's where we live in now. Like, <laughs> the, the, the president, all those other, none of them have nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> They're just there for you to point fingers at and to you know go off of like I think that's what this sh- show is doing really good it's showing the demographic of the world we live in you know what I'm just saying? in a micro right like it's in a silo but it's parallel yeah it's 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 our world in the nutshell if you get out of the fake facade whatever you you believe in like mm-hmm. politics whatever it honestly is all it's just there's putting us against each other you know what I'm saying and now, like I, I kept, I keep thinking there's somebody else. There still might be somebody else, but I think right now Common is the main antagonist. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the whole time he's he he's been acting like he's like working with somebody or he's trying to get weaved in and stuff like that. But he's doing that on purpose because he's the one really pulling the strings, watching everything, doing the stuff like that, and he's making everybody else believe that there's this this structure and other people. Just like our government, you know what I'm saying. So, I'm 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 loving it right now. I'm loving Kama's character. I'm loving where it's going. But like we're finding out more more things. Yeah, this so. episode was cool. I I do think there's something beyond Common. I'm still subscribing to the idea that this is just one of many silos. But I don't think so. I think it is. It's going to happen. But the episode was cool. So like, saw more of the relationship between Nichols and her dad. Um, so the in the moment I didn't realize it, but now that I think about it, and towards the end of the show, so the so she's trying to talk to someone that's clearly being drugged in the hospital. She's being drugged. She wants to ask her questions. So it's the same lady at in episode one that talked to the girl and told her that they didn't want her to have kids. So this lady's still alive. She's being drugged. It's been years now. Um, so she's asking her questions, but we find out that Nichols' dad has been a part of telling the people that they can have kids but they really can and he hasn't removed birth controls. So she already doesn't like them or trust them. This is a bigger blow to their relationship. But it was interesting to get some answers on some of that stuff. Like I didn't honestly didn't even think of where that lady had been this whole time. I knew they took her, but I never thought about it since episode one. So seeing her again, I was like, who the hell is this lady? Um, but we find the hard drive there. We find out more about the old sheriff. 
Holton or whatever. Mm-hmm. He had been visiting her. Um, and he, he figured out that they were watching, watching the glass. Yeah. So that's an, that's I guess that's the biggest, you know, thing that we did or yeah. that she figured out as a character, but we also were left behind the scenes of the previous episode at the end. So they have technology that the rest of the people don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have all these modern computers and they're able to see everything basically. There are dead zones because they replace the cameras when they break with cameras in places that most people don't frequent. So there are dead zones. But in general, they have cameras basically behind every mirror in the whole silo. So like they can see and hear almost anything. So yeah. the old sheriff figured that out and now Nichols knows, which is a big, yeah, big and, thing. And you're starting to find out that everybody is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're a lying piece of shit and they're scared for their life and yeah. they're doing whatever they got to do to continue their meanestly piece of shit life. And to me, I, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all true. It's, true. it's a true story. That's how life, that's how, that's how it is. Yeah, they didn't, so she questions like how he could do this, yada, yada. And she was like, you, like, you know there's repercussions if you talk. Like, yeah. they, they didn't tell me nothing. Family, I didn't know. They, you know. You're they scared, bro. You. you were scared. It's all fear. But the camera situation, the we see more of the book, right? Like the book is yeah. important. Um, Georgia and so I feel like this is the episode we got the most the most things answered. So as she's sitting in the cafeteria with what will possibly be her new love interest, right? Mm-hmm. She's looking at. We know the screen is fake. We've seen it flash different times. So they're looking at the stars and she's asking him about the stars. But in the book that she has, in George's book, there's a section about constellations. Mm -hmm. So if the pictures are fake, the stars aren't, you know, the star is not going to match up. It's not going to match up with the book. So that's going to be... Because she's been constantly learning and figuring stuff out. She's very smart. So Brian said before the episode's over, he's like, man, she's going to look at those constellations and look at those stars and maybe realize that it ain't real. Or... Or pinpoint where they are right so yeah. like because we've used stars for navigation forever yeah so either it's not real or she's going to be able to identify what part of the world they're in through those constellations either way answers are coming yeah my biggest thing is there's only three episodes left now and I, there's way more questions than we possibly oh. have time to get answered <laughs> yeah and the way it ended today to like do you want to know why your mom killed herself and I'm like <laughs> I thought she was going to sneak in or something. <laughs> I did too for a second. I was like, she's going to tell her. Um, but now the judicial knows that she knows. she knows. They know she has something. They don't know what she has, but but Common so, knows she yeah, has something. It's about to... Yeah, so the tensions have built. It's about to go down. But, I mean, beyond that, it's... I'm interested to see what's on the hard drive because George clearly, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, knew what was on it. It's about to get real, real fast. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be real Silo, crazy. Should be watching Silo. The baby's going wild back there, y'all. The baby's going crazy. <laughs> nah, but the episode was really, really good. She, um... She's about to turn some stuff upside down now with that hard drive. The mayor, the impromptu mayor, is more on her side than anything. Mm-hmm. We find out that the judge really has no power whatsoever. Nope. She's so been the, just doing what she needs to do to get by as well. The judicial judge... Has a nice cozy apartment with relics to turn basically do whatever they tell her to do. Yeah, and I like how the the, the deputy. Yeah, Billings. Yeah, the deputy. He he he's a good dude, man. 
He's a good dude, and, and even the sheriff's being a, a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nichols is being a problem. I don't know. I like. I'm super into the show, and I think us having that feeling is an important part of the show because now you keep tuning in, and now it's like, well, when's season two coming out, and when do we get to this? But I never watched the show though that for this long, stuff kept unraveling. <laughs> so that's why I'm interested. I'm like, where's this going? What's happening next? Because I, I I was telling Brandon, bring it up. Dude, so we found like, out so much. We found out. So what did she call them? Fire keepers? Fire something? Yeah, the uh, uh, fire flies or fire. No, not flies. Fire. Oh, or flame. Flame. Dang, what? I can't remember. Anyway, there's a group of people that were dedicated. To keeping the truth alive. Yeah, to preserving the human knowledge. And that's what caused the rebellion at the beginning of the silo. So it's the silo people versus these people who want to keep information flowing. The curious people. Turns out Nichols' mom was not one of them, but shared that mentality. And she killed herself. We know that now. We don't know why, but she killed herself. But also... We found out that they put something into the water to make people forget yeah. about that type of stuff. So they might not have been there as long as Yeah, it might not even be 140 years. I don't years think they were. There. So they put some stuff in the water to have people forget. They've had shit happen. They've limited the reproduction of people that are curious or like-minded looking for information. They don't let those folks have kids. They want sheep. Um, but human nature, there's always like you don't have to be born out of curiosity to be curious. Like yeah. you, you know, what I'm saying as people are born, you might be less likely, but that's just a trait that you have—that inquisitiveness of wanting to know more. For sure. So it's 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 legit. I love the show. And they they were they're trying to birth stupid people. Like yeah, that. yeah, it's crazy. It's cool. The show is real. I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed that we might have learned. I mean, Common's character is for sure right now who we perceive to be the main guy. I don't think he is, though. Somebody else. Um, the screen thing was cool. What The water thing we learned about. I don't think anything else really. We have more questions. What? I mean, similar questions. What's on the hard drive, right? Like, why did the sheriff hide it there? When did he find out about the cameras? We probably would never learn that. Um, well, I don't know. He figured she will put two and two together and no one else will look there but her. Yeah. I want to see what's under that water. When is she going to swim is what I really want to know. Got to be soon. Got to be. Got to be. Well, guys, a lot of Transformer talk today. Some Miles talk. Some... Represent, representation talk. We got the Mario and cool, Bowser man. hats on. Mario, you're going to fall short, my friend. But second place is no small feat. We appreciate you, sir. And silo talk, baby. Silo's where it's at. If you ain't watching, you should be watching. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the follow button. Check us out on Facebook, on YouTube. If you're watching, if you're listening, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And make sure you watch our streams. Uh, Ray's been back on Apex. We started playing Battlefield. We didn't even talk video games today. Uh, but again, hit that subscribe button. See ya.